أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين وبعد المسجد الأقصى في سو في نفاست أبيسود هاي ستاتس and how we're supposed to hold it dear in our hearts because it's something which is connected to the base and fundamental beliefs of Islam. Now today, inshallah, we want to start speaking about the historical timeline of Masjid al-Aqsa from what we have of the authentic sources that is specifically the Qur'an and the Sunnah. And anything else which adds to that, then we take it without outrightly believing it, nor rejecting it, except if it conforms to the scale. And the scale for us as Muslims is the Qur'an and the Sunnah. As we said before, as historians or historical students, our job is to gather all the information which is out there and then have the due diligence and research to choose what is correct. And that is where we base the lessons we want to take from history because that is the goal here. And what we have to learn to move forward, to do the actions which please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As I have mentioned before, the genocidal mass massacres which happen every day in Palestine and Quds specifically, and the killing of babies, and the poisoning of water, and the concentration of human beings like herds of cattle, and the demeaning of every kind of form which a human being can go through, which happens every day in Quds. We say that maybe that is, that is even less of a fight than the ideological war which the enemies of Islam are fighting every single day through misinformation and preaching of false information and that is from them, the enemies of Islam, the kuffar or from the hypocrites who dress as Muslims or just from people who are just ignorant and that is what we are setting out to do inshallah in this series to correct this mis mis uh, misinformation now through archaeological um, excavations, that's what they call them, they say that they have found the traces of human being or human life in the lands of Palestine in totality, and just Quds by itself, which date back to more than a million years. Now that is not our point of concern. Our point of concern, if you look at the Quran and in the Sunnah of the Prophet Wasallam, we mentioned last time how we have seen that it is Adam السلام, who put the foundation. He built the foundation of Masjid al-Aqsa just like he did of Masjid al-Haram in Mecca. And the time in between was 40 years. That is what we know. And then from there, from there, from the earliest uh, information, I'm not going to call it facts, but information which almost everyone agrees to today in the world, is that the earliest people we know who uh, inhabited and they lived in Quds, in Masjid al-Aqsa, Jerusalem specifically, okay, and the lands of Palestine in generally, are the people called the Kan'aniyun, in Arabic called them Kan'aniyun, or the people of Kan'an. 
In English, they call them the Canaanites. Okay? They are the people who are documented as the inhabitants of Jerusalem. Okay? And we are talking about um, in the Bronze Age. In the Bronze Age, which is around 3000 or 4000 BC. Okay? Now, if you're not familiar with history, you know today, almost the whole world uses the Christian calendar. Today is 2021. That is the year. And they'll say 2021 CE, which means Christian era. Okay? They believe that it's 2021 years after the birth of Jesus, Isa salam. So what calendar do they use from before that? What do they use from before that? Um, they use a calendar which now they call BCE, before Christ. This is now CE. Also they call it after Christ. That one they call it before Christ. Okay, and the farther you go, the years increase. So we're talking 3,000 years before Christ. And by the way, even in that dating of theirs, they are wrong. If you actually Google, this is funny. You'll find that if, if it's 3,000 years before Christ, well, starting from the birth of Christ, you're supposed to say, okay, the birth of Christ was zero. And then we start one and four and four on. But actually, the birth of Christ was four BCE or four, C, uh, four BCE or two of BCE, one of them. Because they discovered later after they put their calendar, oh, we made a mistake. And that is what we're saying. It's very important for this uh, series of hours that you'll find some scholars, they try to pinpoint the years. Ibrahim, alayhi salam, he entered Quds in 1775 BCE. There's no way for us to know today specific years. It is just conjecture. And it's good guessing. But we are not going to do that in our series. We are not going to do that in our series. We're going to give approximate years. Because that's not the goal also. The goal is for us to learn. What is the real history of Masjid al-Aqsa? So, the, the uh, uh, original or the uh, earliest inhabitants of Quds and Masjid al-Aqsa, that area, are called the Canaanites. Okay? And they're also called the Jebusites. And that is why at one time, that land, that land used to be called the land of Jebus. Okay? In general, it's the land of Canaan. And it's also called the land of Jebus. And the people who are there in, obviously, they're called the Jebusites. All right? Jebusites. We're talking again, the early or the middle Bronze Age, 3,000 years before Christ or 3,000 BCE. That is where we're talking about. We're starting there. Moving on, though. Moving on from the earliest point which matters to us, which we want to uh, mention in our discussion, is the point of Ibrahim salam, he enters Al-Quds. We know from his story in the Quran, how he gave da'wah to his people, how he proved to them the idols are not gods, uh, how his father wanted to kill him, his own father, because he was the one who was making the idols. And that is when Allah gave him permission to leave the, the lands of today, Iraq, okay, in the Mes uh, Mesopotamia area, and to migrate. And we see in the Quran, he says what? Inni muhajirun ila rabbi sayahdin. I'm migrating to my Lord, meaning to the holy land of my Lord. As we mentioned last time in the Quran, Allah says what? Because they wanted to kill him. Remember, they put him in the fire and Allah, he saved him from the fire. Ibrahim. We say to the fire, be what? Be cool and do not harm Ibrahim. And then Allah told him to leave that land. And so he left with his wife, Sarah, and his nephew, Lot. 
Allah says in the Quran in Surah Al-Anbiya, وَنَجَّيْنَاهُ وَلُوطًا إِلَى الْأَرْضِ الَّتِي بَارَكْنَا فِيهَا لِلْعَالَمِينَ And so we saved him, Ibrahim alayhi salam, and Lut, and he migrated to the land of which we have blessed its environs, the holy land of Al-Quds. So Ibrahim alayhi salam, he enters Quds. He enters the lands of Masjid Al-Aqsa. This is approximately 2000 to 1700 BCE. Okay? BCE. And like I said, some scholars, they pinpoint and they say it's 1775. Allahu But this is the time period where he enters Quds. And he enters a land which is inhabited. This is very important. Remember, in our series, we're not just discussing Masjid Al-Aqsa. We want to clarify the misconceptions and we want to destroy the misinformation and the lies of the Zionist Jews today, the Kuffar, who want to make it seem like they are the ones who are the inheritant, uh, inherit um, uh, be belonging and the uh, people who deserve that land. That is not true. Ibrahim salam, he enters a land which is what? It is occupied. There are inhabitants there, people or natives of that land. Whenever they came there, we don't know. The Canaanites or the Jebusites to be specific. And they welcome. They welcome Ibrahim and his wife. And at the same time or later on, we know that Lut salam, he is dispatched by Allah to go to the lands of Sodom to give them da'wah. To give them da'wah. There's a very important point we want to mention. Now there's a lot of important points we're going to go through like we said in this series. First of all today, we believe as Muslims, every prophet was sent to his specific people except the greatest prophet, Prophet Muhammad sallallahu Allah made him special that he sent him to all of humanity. And the wisdom behind that is that because he's the most special one and because there's no prophet after him. But every prophet was sent to his own people. As in the hadith, as in the hadith authentic hadith, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi he said what? Fuddiltu ala al-anbiya'i bisittin. I've been made special of all the other prophets by six matters or six things. And one of them is what? That I, every prophet was sent to his people, but I was sent to all of humanity. So Ibrahim was first sent to the people of Iraq, his people, then he was told to go to the people of what? Quds. And from there we know that he was told to go to Egypt in the famous story in Sahih al-Bukhari. When the land, in the lands of Egypt, the king, because he saw his wife was so beautiful, Sarah, he wanted her. But every time he got close to her, she made dua to Allah, oh Allah, protect me from this man. And he would paralyze two, three times. And, she, and he said, oh, I think you're only a devil. And as usual, the people of evil, the people of evil, they call the people of good bad. Just like these people today who want to steal and destroy Masjid al-Aqsa, and they're killing babies and, human, and other human beings. Fathers and mothers, they don't care. And they're destroying their homes. Today, what is happening in Palestine? They'll tell you, no, they're the ones who are wrong. This has been the custom of every evil do Allah says in the Quran, وَإِذَا قِيلَ لَهُمْ لَا تُفْسِدُوا فِي الْأَرْضِ when they're told, don't cor co uh, create corruption and mischief and spill blood in the land, they say, no, we are the ones who make we, we, we're bringing rectification. We know that Sarah and Ibrahim were saved from that evil tyrant leader in Egypt. And as a gift, they gave who? Hajar to Ibrahim. There's a difference. Hajar was she from the royal family or was she a, sav a servant girl? Allahu alam, that's not so important, but she was given to Ibrahim. And Ibrahim alayhi salam married her as his second wife. And he moved back 
to Quds, Masjid Al-Aqsa, the Holy Land of Allah. And therein, we know in the famous story of Ibrahim السلام, he was so old, he wanted to get a child. He was over 75 years old. And Allah blessed him with Ismail. But from Allah's test and Allah's decree, it is the second wife, the younger one, Hajar, who used to be a slave girl, that she's the one who gave birth to Ismail. And so, as the years went in Sahih al-Bukhari, the Prophet وسلم, he said, Umm uh, uh, um, Hajar, sorry, Hajar, when she gave birth to Ismail, Umm Ismail, Sarah, she became jealous of Hajar. This is the nature of human beings, this is the nature of women. Co-wives, okay? Such that Hajar, whenever she went, she used to hide her footsteps from Sarah. Okay? Anyway, they lived in Quds. They lived in Quds. This is part of our history. Ibrahim السلام, lived in, his, in, in Quds. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I'm going to come back to that point. Allah gave him the famous order to take Hajar and move to the desert lands of Arabia. We know in the famous story, Ibrahim السلام, in Sahih Bukhari, he brought Hajar and this small child to the lands of de the deserts of Arabia, which was what? Mecca, before it was established. And he left them there and he, she said, why, why, why are you leaving us in this barren desert? There's nobody. And Ibrahim was commanded to leave. Until she said, is this Allah's command? And he said, yes. And she said, then Allah will take care of us. In the famous story, and Ibrahim السلام, went back to Quds. Ibrahim السلام, he went back to Al-Quds, where he stayed with his wife, uh, Sarah, and then she was given the glad tidings as in the Quran when the two angels came. We gave him the glad tidings that you're going to give birth of a child called Ishaq. And after Ishaq, Ishaq is going to give birth to Yaqub. This is in Quds, in Baytul Muqaddas, Masjid Al Aqsa. And so Sarah gave birth to Ishaq. And it is said it's around 12 or 13 years after Ismail was born. 12 or 13 years after Ismail was born. So Ishaq was given birth to, and you know in this timeline, Ibrahim used to go visit Mecca. He used to go visit his family in Mecca, and then he built the Kaaba there also. In those visits of his, while Ishaq grew up, his other son, and from Ishaq, Ishaq got married to the natives. Remember, the natives of what? Of Masjid al-Aqsa, of Palestine. The Canaanites, okay, or the Jebusites. And then he gave birth to Ya'qub. And he gave birth to Ya'qub. And Ibrahim السلام, in the correct uh, history that he saw his grandson is uh, um, Ya'qub. Because Allah says, So Ibrahim السلام, he lived old enough to see his grandson Ya'qub. And Ya'qub, who's a prophet of Allah, so his father is Ishaq, a prophet of Allah, his grandfather is Ibrahim, a prophet of Allah. Ya'qub, his other name is Israel. Which in their language it meant what? It meant Abdullah, servant of Allah, Israel. Now we're coming to this. Because the history of Israel and his children, Banu Israel, who today they call themselves Jews. It is tied to this land, Masjid Al-Aqsa. And the conflict is today as you see it is tied to that. So we'll have to be to a little bit dragged into that direction. But before I continue now. This is a brief history of Ibrahim a.s. This is a brief history of Ibrahim السلام. When Ibrahim السلام, he built the Kaaba in Mecca with his son Ismail, who now, was now going to, who was now a young man, okay, 
Allah says in the Quran in Surah Al-Baqarah, And remember when Ibrahim, he was raising up the foundations of the Kaaba, which already there, he was building the Kaaba. With his son Ismail was helping him and they were making dua, Oh Allah, accept from us this good need. We said in the hadith, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he answered Abu Dhar's question. What was the first masjid built on earth? He said Masjid Al-Haram in Makkah. What was the second one? Masjid Al-Aqsa. What was the time period between? 40 years. We said that was done by Adam. But it is also correct that after Ibrahim had established the Kaaba in Makkah with his son Ismail, he returned back to Quds. That's why he was leaving. He used to visit Makkah. And after Ishaq was, uh, 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 we got married, and Ishaq gave birth to Yaqub. It is said that that period, until Yaqub grew to be a young man, a period of 40 years from the establishment of the Kaaba with Ismail, now Ibrahim السلام, he also built Masjid al-Aqsa with his son Ishaq and his grandson Yaqub. So there was a time period of 40 years. Okay? This is where we're going to stop about the history of Ibrahim and the history of Ishaq. Because now they're going to pass away والسلام, with the peace of Allah be on them. And now comes the grandson Yaqub, Israel. But before I continue now, because we said we want to uh, demolish and dismantle and break up and crush and destroy completely the false information and the misunderstandings uh, 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 which are propagated. One of the biggest ones today is what? This land is the holiest land for the three Abrahamic religions. Right or wrong? It is the holiest land which is cherished by the Jewish religion, by, the Ju by Judaism and Christianity and Islam. And they also always mention Islam at the end. Pay attention to what you read and where you get your news from. And sadly, you'll see, like I said, some of the munafiqun, the hypocrites, or some of those were just ignorant, or some of them were just chasing dollars. People who act like Muslim scholars, and they have conferences, and they call to what? And they say, our religions, the three Abrahamic religions, the three heavenly religions, and the call to unity of religions. We worship the same God. It's just the worship acts of rituals, they say they call them, which are different. That is kufr. That is kufr. A'udhu billah. May Allah protect us. That is kufr, which takes you out of Islam. Be careful. We have to learn the proper aqeed, the proper belief of a Muslim. That is number one. And number two, because it's tied to Ibrahim alayhi salam, you have to understand very carefully. Ibrahim who was he? Was he a Jewish, the founder of Judaism? Because they claim him also, you see some of them. Some of them, they know the truth, they don't do that. Was he a founder of Christianity? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, listen carefully, in the Holy Quran, and you're a Muslim, and I'm a Muslim, you have to submit to the Quran. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, for us to call the Ahlul Kitab, the Jews and the Christians, قُلْ يَا أَهْلَ الْكِتَابِ تَعَالَوْا إِلَىٰ كَلِمَةٍ سَوَاءٍ بَيْنَنَا وَبَيْنَكُمْ أَلَّا نَعْبُدَ إِلَّا اللَّهَ وَلَا نُشْرِكَ بِهِ شَيْئًا Say to them, O oh people of the book, come to the common word, which is going to unite us and you, which is what? أَلَّا نَعْبُدَ إِلَّا اللَّهَ That we shall not worship except Allah alone, وَلَا نُشْرِكَ بِهِ شَيْئًا And we do not commit any shirk, we don't set up partners to Allah. فَإِن تَوَلَّوْا 
And that we don't take ourselves humans and we raise ourselves up to the what? To the level of God that we make the laws we want. We don't want the laws we don't want. No. If they turn away from this to worship the one true God alone. Say to them, the Jews and the Christians, you should bear witness about what? That we are Muslims. We submit to the one true Lord. Ya ahl al-kitab, O people of the book. Lima tuhajjuna fi Ibrahima. Why do you argue with us about Ibrahim? Saying he's the founder of Judaism or Christianity. Or is it related to you? How do you argue with us? Wama unzalati tawrat wal injilu illa min ba'di. And the tawrat which you claim, the Torah which you claim, the Jews. And the injil, the gospel which you claim, the Christians. It was not revealed except after Ibrahim died so many years. Afala ta'aqilun. Don't you have minds? How can he be a Jew? Or practice Judaism when this came so many years after him. How can he be a Christian affiliated to you when your religion is new? It came so many years after Ibrahim Allah says, You Muslims, you are arguing and you are debating with them based on knowledge. Why are you debating with us based on no knowledge? And Allah knows and you don't know. Now listen to the next verse. Allah says, مَا كَانَ إِبْرَاهِيمُ يَهُودِيًّا وَلَا نَصْرَانِيًّا وَلَكِنْ كَانَ حَنِيفًا مُسْلِمًا وَمَا كَانَ مِنَ الْمُشْرِكِينَ Indeed, Ibrahim, he was never a Jew. مَا كَانَ إِبْرَاهِيمُ يَهُودِيًّا وَلَا نَصْرَانِيًّا Neither was he ever a Christian. وَلَكِنْ What was Ibrahim's religion? وَلَكِنْ كَانَ حَنِيفًا مُسْلِمًا He was a Muslim he was never a mushrik because your religion is of shirk. Ibrahim was never a Jew or a Christian. So how can you come today as a Muslim and say the three Abrahamic religions? Allah, our Lord, the Almighty, the Most Wise. He says in the Quran, he was never affiliated to that. Subhanallah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Inna awla nasi bi Ibrahima. Who are the closest people? Who deserve to be with Ibrahim? Who should be affiliated to Ibrahim? They are those the people who followed Ibrahim when he was alive. And this Prophet Muhammad وسلم, the closest people to Ibrahim. We are the closest people to Ibrahim because Ibrahim was never ever connected to Judaism or Christianity. And whoever says that is speaking lies and fabricating lies about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah continues on to say in the same context. Ya ahl al-kitabi, lima takfuruna bi ayatillahi wa antum tashhadun. O people of the book, why do you disbelieve in the verses of Allah when you know the truth? Allah then says, ya ahl al-kitabi, lima talbisuna al-haqqa bil-bafil wa taktumuna al-haqqa wa antum ta'alamun. O people of the book, you Jews and Christians, why do you mix up the truth with falsehood? And then you hide the truth when you know it. This is the truth about Ibrahim alayhi salam. Ibrahim alayhi salam, he was neither Christian or a Jew. And he's not affiliated to those religions. So you as Muslim today, you cannot believe that these are three heavenly religions. No, these are three Abrahamic religions. That is never and will never be the case. And as for affiliating these religions to Allah, Allah denies them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says what? وَقَالُوا كُونُوا هُودًا أَوْ نَصْوَارًا تَهْتَدُوا Surah Al-Baqarah 
and they say to you, you should become Jewish. The Jews say, we are the only one of the truth. And the Christians say, you should become Christian, leave Islam. Then you'll be guided. Allah says, Qul, say to them in response, Rather, the religion of Ibrahim was Hanif, worshipping one Lord alone, Islam. And he was never a mushrik like you Jews or Christians. Qulu, you should say as Muslims, this is very important. Because it destroys this false argument that Quds, it belongs to the Jewish people and their prophets from Abraham. Kadhib, lies, a'udhu billah. Allah says, Qulu, say to them, Amanna billah, you believe in Allah. Wama unzila ilayna, what has been revealed to us. Wama unzila ila Ibrahima, wa Ismaila, wa Ishaqa, wa Yaquba, wal Asbati. Wama utiya Musa, wa Isa. وَمَا أُوتِيَ النَّبِيُّونَ مِنْ رَبِّهِمْ لَا نُفَرِّقُ بِنَا أَحَدٍ مِنْهُ وَنَحْنُ لَهُ مُسْلِمُونَ Say to them, these people of the book, the Jews and the Christians, آمَنَّ We believe in Allah and what He revealed to Ibrahim and to Ismail and to Ishaq as a son and his, and his grandson Ya'qub and to the children of Ya'qub, the Asbat and what was given to Musa and what was given to Isa. These are all prophets of Islam. These are all prophets of Islam. And all the other prophets who Allah has given them the wahi, that is what we believe as Muslims. We don't reject any prophet. And that is another important piece of our belief as Muslims. All the prophets which came from Allah are prophets of Islam. They are prophets of Islam. After they left, people changed, as we are going to see, people changed the message of Islam brought to Musa alayhi salam. And they brought this false religion of Judaism. And some of them stayed on Islam which, brought, which was brought by Musa a.s. When Isa a.s. came, people changed after Allah took him up. Some of them stayed on Islam, but most of them changed. And they brought this false religion called Christianity. But those prophets are prophets of Allah, noble prophets of Allah which came, who came with Islam. They came with Islam. This is very important. Ibrahim was neither a Jew or a Christian. Allah continues to say, Sibhat Allah. This is the religion of Allah. And who knows really? Who? Those people who understand that there's no other religion better than the religion of Allah. Allah then now says, Qul, say to them, Am taquluna, or do you say, Inna Ibrahima, that Ibrahim, wa Ismail and Ismail, wa Ishaq and Ishaq, wa Ya'qub and Ya'qub, wal Asbat and the twelve children of Ya'qub called Asbat, kanu hud and nasara, that these great prophets, they were just, they were either Jews, you Jews say they were your prophets, or you Christians today say the Christianity came from them. Allah says, Qul a'antum a'alamu amillah, do you know or Allah knows most? Subhanallah. And who's the worst of all people than the one who hides his truth, the truth and the testimony of truth? These are the people who do that. And Allah is not heedless of what they do. All these verses, Allah says, Ibrahim was never a Jew or a Christian. So Ibrahim السلام, he lived in that land and he died in that land. And Ishaq he died in that land. 
Okay, look, it's just like the Arabs. Ismail alayhi salam was a prophet of Allah, and he taught those Arabs in Mecca and the environs of Mecca Islam. When he died, and after years, those Arabs went to idol worship. Okay, it's not new. It went to idol worship. Remember when the Prophet sallallahu by the time he was sent, there was 360 idols on the Kaaba. And Banu Israel, the children of Ibrahim, Ishaq, Yaqub, they changed also. They were given Islam, but they changed to this false religion. And now they want to claim that this is the religion of those prophets. Allah says, no. Do you know what Allah knows? So you Muslim today, my brother, my sister, do not fall for that trap. Ibrahim is the father of all these prophets and is the what? The father of these all prophets who came with Islam. Don't be tricked by this Abrahamic religion falsity, falsehood, lies, deception, malicious misinformation, devilish propaganda, which takes you to kufr. Because Allah says, for those who want to say unification of religion, Allah says, Inna Say to them that the religion with Allah is only Islam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, Whoever pursues and he chooses a religion other than Islam, Allah will never accept it from him. And in the hereafter, you shall be from the losers. Do you know the verse which comes before that? Do you know the verse which comes before that? Listen, Allah says, Like the verse in Surah Al-Baqarah, say to them, we believe in Allah. What has been revealed to us to our Prophet Muhammad Ibrahim, and what was revealed to Ibrahim of Islam, and Ismail and Ismail, and Ishaq and Yaqub, and the twelve children of, of uh, Yaqub, the Asbat, and what was given to Musa and Isa, Islam, Islam. And all the other prophets who have not been mentioned in the Quran, they all come from Allah with Islam. We don't choose one prophet and leave the prophet. They are all prophets of Islam. وَنَحْنُ لَهُ مُسْلِمُونَ وَنَحْنُ لَهُ مُسْلِمُونَ مُسْلِمُونَ And we are Muslimun to Allah. And that is where Allah says, وَمَنْ يَبْتِغَ غَيْرَ الْإِسْلَامِ دِينَ فَنَيُقْبَلَ مِنْهُ Whoever chooses a religion other than Islam, it will never be accepted from him. These are prophets of Islam. So when the Jews today, they falsely say, our prophet is, is Moses, that is kufr, that is falsehood. That is falsehood. That's like there's so many people today, who believe in other prophets, then they say, oh, Prophet Muhammad is our prophet also. That is lies. Lies. So you as a Muslim don't fall for that. So this is very important because it lies in the, in the, in the, in the core of this issue today of Masjid al-Aqsa because they want to claim and say, oh, Ibrahim is our prophet also. So we deserve also this land. No. Ibrahim is a prophet of Islam. And so were his sons, Ismail and Ishaq. And so was his grandson, Yaqub. Yaqub, he was also called Israel. That is his name also. And Israel means Abdullah, the servant of Allah. Okay? Yaqub, he was also called Israel. And Yaqub, we know in the famous story of his most famous son, who is who? Yusuf, السلام, That Yaqub, he had 11 sons together with Yusuf. Meaning 12 together. Okay, and these are called the Asbath. These are called the Asbath. 
And we can also call them who? The children of Israel. Yusuf and his, the, 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 the little one or the, the youngest one, Ben, ben Yamin, okay? They should call him Benjamin. In the famous story of Prophet Yusuf, السلام, when he saw his dream, that his, the 11 stars, they are bowing to him and what? And the moon and the sun. There was, those were his parents and then the 11 were the, his brothers. In the famous story of Prophet Yusuf, السلام, where was Prophet Yusuf السلام, born? In the holy lands of Al-Aqsa. In the holy lands of Al-Aqsa. But remember, remember, they are living, and it seems that Alhamdulillah, they had the freedom to preach Islam and practice their Islam. And the Canaaniyun, the Canaanites or the Jebusites people, they agreed to that and they had welcomed them. As goes the famous story of Prophet um, Yaqub. Yusuf السلام, when he was a young boy, his brothers were jealous about him. They wanted to kill him in the famous story. They threw him in the well and he was taken by the caravan to where? To Egypt. He was taken to Egypt. And then the story goes on after and after years, so many years, they realized that Yusuf was their brother. They didn't kill him. They asked for forgiveness. His 11 brothers, the Asbab. Okay, his 10 brothers specifically because Benjamin was not part of the plan. Alhamdulillah, they repented. Okay. The Asbat. And Yusuf says what? Because there was hardship. There was hardship in Palestine. In Palestine, in the lands of Aqsa, there was hardship. Remember, they had gone to Egypt to seek food. He says to them, bring my parents and the whole family to Egypt. Enter Egypt and you shall leave because now Yusuf is who? He's a minister. And they trust him. Al-Ameen. And so the whole family, Israel, Yaqub and his children, they moved to where? And his grandchildren, they moved to Egypt. Which brings us to a very important point, by the way. So it's not allowed for us as Muslims today. Now you have learned that Israel is the name of the great prophet Yaqub. So don't ascribe this name just to them, the Zionist Jews, Kuffar of today. No. Israel was the name of a great prophet. And that is what Allah calls them by in the Quran. Ya Bani Israel, O children of Israel. Because Yaqub gave birth to his 12 sons. And from his 12 children, Al-Asbat, came the children of Israel. The famous 12 lineages of Israel. He moves to Egypt. It is said there were around 71, 72 people. Nobody can know specific numbers. But it's Yaqub himself, Israel, and his um, family. Children and grandchildren. Around seven, and they lived in Egypt. Which shows you, by the way, if this land was inherently supposed to be occupied and always by the children of Israel, they'll never have left. But the, in Islam, the religion of Allah, we don't believe in that. If there's a place you can practice Islam better, you go there. They went to Egypt, and they lived in Egypt with peace until Yusuf السلام, he died. Okay, Yusuf السلام, he died. And I don't need to recite these verses again to show you that Isma uh, Ibrahim and Ishaq and Ismail and Ishaq and Yaqub and his children, they were all what? Prophets of Islam. And that these people, they falsely ascribe themselves to these prophets that they brought Judaism or Christianity. Billah, may Allah protect us from that, from that kufr actually. They lived in Egypt until generations and generations. It is said around 200 years. It is said around 
200 years. Yusuf salam he died. Okay, of course, Yaqub, he died first. Yusuf salam he died. The children of the children of the children came now from these 12 sons of Yaqub. That is when the state in Egypt changed. And that came the rule of what? The Pharaohs now. Pharaoh, the Pharaina. And you know, every rule of Egypt used to be called Pharaoh. That's the title. It's like saying king. But they had their different names. Ramses and Hoxus, whatever their names are. That's not important for us. The point is, the king who came then, it was the kings now who were against Banu Israel. They didn't like them. And they wanted also to do what? To get rid of this religion of worshipping the one true Lord religion of Islam. Now we fast forward to the time of what? Prophet Musa salam now is born. They say it's around 200 years from when Yusuf died to Musa salam. Like I said again, don't hold me accountable to these years. I'm just putting approximate years and that's not important in our discussion. Musa salam from the children Musa ibn Imran. Musa ibn Imran from the children of Israel who their religion is supposed to be Islam, remember. Okay? He is born in the famous story. But now the king was there, the pharaoh was there. He hates Muslims who are Banu Israel. Okay? And he's killing them. Allah says in the Quran, Inna Fir'aun ala fil ard. He was a tyrant on the earth. All of us know the story. minhum. He made Banu Israel the lowest of the law. They were slaves. Not only were they slaves, he used to kill the men and put the women as slaves. And some of them, again, remember, some of them again, they were still holding on to Islam. They were still holding on to Islam. In the famous story, Musa salam, he grows up, he goes to Madian, then when he's coming back, he's given prophethood. Now he comes and preaches to Fir'aun. He preaches what? Musa came to Fir'aun and preached Judaism. All of us know the story. He preached Islam, worship Allah alone. So how do you fall today to the false information and propaganda of these people who say Moses is our prophet? No. Musa in English you call him Moses. They call him Moshe. He's a prophet of Allah, one of the greatest prophets of Allah. In fact, the prophet who's mentioned the most in our Quran. And the prophet our prophet is said in the hadith in Sahih Bukhari, I'm the closest person to Musa when he migrated to Medina. The Prophet from Mecca and he saw the Jews of Medina. They were fasting the day of Ashura. They, he asked them, why are you fasting? They said, this is the day Allah saved Musa from Fir'aun. He said, we are closer to Musa than you. You don't follow Musa anymore. We are the true Muslims. Musa salam, he preaches to Fir'aun. We know miracles after miracles. Fir'aun refused. He says, I'm your Lord, the Most High. He kills the men. And the women are the one who does the menial work. Laborers, slaves. Until the time comes, Allah gives the command to Musa. And Asri bi ibadi laylan. At night, take my slaves, Banu Israel, and take them because they've become righteous servants of mine, good Muslims. Take them to the Holy Land. And I want to finish with this very important point. Everybody can claim the land today. But in Islam, we believe this. Allah says in the Quran, this whole earth, it belongs to Allah. He's the one who created it. He gives it to whom he wants of his true servants. Allah also says, They are the people who, if we give them establishment on the earth, 
that the people who establish the prayer and they give zakah and they command good and they forbid evil. And Allah says, And we had written in the Zabur of Dawood, we're going to come to Dawood, King David. Allah says, we wrote in the, in the, in the Psalms of Dawood, that the land will only be inherited by my righteous servants. When we are righteous Muslims, Allah gives us the land and gives us what? Establishment and power and authority. When we are not, Allah takes us out. Look, that's what happened to Banu Israel when they left Islam. We're going to see that. So when they were holding on to Islam, when Musa brought Islam to them again, and they were holding on to Islam, Allah said to them, now take them back to the Holy Land. They deserve it. Just like the Arabs, they were given the holiest of land, Mecca. But when Ismail died and they started worshipping idols, what happened? They were kicked out. They were kicked out. Islam came. And Bilal, who was a, a, an African slave, and Salman, a Persian, they became the inhabitants of the land of Mecca. Why? Because they were Ibadullah Salihun. They're the true servants of Allah. That is what we believe. Let alone the fact we've established all these prophets are prophets of Islam. Anyway, as we say, long story short, we're not talking about the story of Banu Israel, even though we, there's no way to avoid it. It's intertwined. Musa salam, he takes them now. In the famous story we know, the prophet, story of Prophet Musa salam, they cross the land. And then they cross, they reach the ocean. They say, oh, we are caught. People of weak faith. Remember, this is like I said, 200 and something years after Yusuf had died, after Yaqub, after Ishaq, after Ibrahim. New generations, people of weak faith. Musa says, Allah brings one of the greatest miracles, the, the, the sea, the water splits up and they cross. What happened now when they're in the journey to Masjid Al-Aqsa? The Muslims of Banu Israel with Musa salam. That is when we're going to continue inshallah next time. And until then, very important points you don't forget in this session. Okay, number one, Prophet Ibrahim salam, he entered Masjid Al-Aqsa. And there were people there already, Kanaaniyun. And by the way, the Kanaaniyun or Kanaanites, they say their origins are from who? From Sam, the child of Nuh, who is where the origin of the Arabs also comes from. Regardless of that, they practice Islam there. And then Ibrahim, السلام, he dies. And Yaqub and his children, Ishaq, he dies. Yaqub and his children, they go to Egypt. Okay, they go to Egypt. Number two, very important. Yaqub, Ibrahim السلام, and Ismail and Ishaq and Yaqub and Asbat, the children of Yaqub, they were prophets of Islam. They were prophets of Islam. And do not fall for the propaganda and the lies of these religions are all three religions, religions from, have, from the heavens. No. Allah says, Inna dina inda Allah in Islam. That's it. The religion of Allah is, is what? Islam. And Allah says, after Allah mentions that we believe in Ibrahim and Ismail and Ishaq and Yaqub and Asbat and Musa and Isa, that they're all prophets of Allah, Islam. Allah says after that, if you seek a religion other than that, religion of Islam, you are in a loss. So that is very important. Pay attention and teach your children that. People changed after these prophets and they brought these other religions, which has nothing to do with these prophets. Ibrahim Ibrahim was never a Jew or a Christian. Another very important point, which we discussed after that, is that now Prophet Musa is sent 
to give da'wah to Banu Israel to come back to Islam and to give da'wah to Fir'aun. Now they're crossing. To finish off this, Allah says in the Quran, Am kuntum shuhada, idh hadri aqub al-mawt, idh qala libanihi ma ta'abuduna min ba'di. Were you there? Did you witness? When Ya'qub was about to die, Ya'qub was Israel, السلام, when he was about to die, and he called his 12 children, and he said to them, what are you going to worship after I die? And his 12 children, what could today call the children of Israel, who these Jews described themselves to, they said, قَالُوا You worship your one true Lord, the Lord of your father Ibrahim and Ismail and Ishaq, إِلَهًا وَاحِدًا وَنَحْنُ لَهُ مُسْلِمُونَ The one true Lord, and we are Muslims to him. So this land is a land of Islam. And even in Islam, remember, Allah will only give us establishment and power and authority in the land and over the enemies of Islam only if you are true Muslims. Until next time, what have I said which is good is from Allah. What have I said which is wrong is from my evil self. And inshallah, ask Allah to guide me to what is correct. Subhanakallahumma bihamdik Next time we go with Musa, Prophet Musa السلام, how he went and taking Banu Israel back to Masjid al-Aqsa. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.